What's going on, beautiful people? It is the North Shore Nine Post Game Show. I am Tyler. With me is Neil. How are we doing, Neil? The Phillies are kind of good. They're very. Uh, they, they ran out their um Hanover B team here, and they scored seven runs tonight. It was kind of depressing. <laughs> yeah, I I really do think it just comes back to the Phillies. Are they're a pretty good baseball team? There's a reason they were in the World Series. Like, yeah, they're a good team. 100%. They they uh, they are terrifying if, if they come up against in October. Yeah. And that's because they have Garrett Stubbs hitting three-run nukes. You know, they're, they're just a well-built baseball, <laughs> well-built baseball team. Yeah, they are. Um Pirates lose this one 7 to 6. Uh we are closing in on the end of the season. We had Johan Oviedo's last start of the year. Mhm. Um We've we've both been on the same page here. Yeah, Yo, we didn't need to see much more from Johan Oviedo. We're we're good on it. Mm-hmm. I think we saw why tonight. Yeah, he he hasn't looked good in a month. I don't think. Um, you know, I think the last show we were on was the Cubs game where he went six scoreless, but like he had no business going six scoreless, and tonight yeah. you tonight he got punished. Um, he needs to be, he, he needs to be done like great season, not disappointed at all. Don't let him pitch again. <laughs> yeah. Well, thankfully he doesn't have to pitch again. That's right. We're, we're, we're finally, we're finally getting, now he's gets to wonder if Keller goes to ball on Sunday, but uh, that was yeah. last night. That was last night's topic. So yeah, thankfully I am <laughs> just like Johan Oviedo. My post game season is over after tonight. All right. I got um, one so- more. I am tapped out on the year, so if they want to toss Mitch Keller out there, please don't, but yeah, <laughs> I don't have to talk about it. Either way, to talk about Johan Oviedo tonight, Pirates lose this one, like I said, 7-6. Johan Oviedo gives up, a, honestly, just a lot of runs. Yeah. Um, a lot of what we've seen from Johan Oviedo, he's either lights out or he is what he was tonight. The concerning part to me is that his velo was down two miles an hour. Yeah. I mean, he was still, he was still generating swings and misses, like, which is the crazy thing. But, you know, his four seam was sitting, you know, 94. Sometimes he was hitting 92. Like, he is gas. And when, even when you're gassed, you're going to let Christian Pashi hit you around a bit. That, 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 yeah. you know. It's unfortunate because I feel like his numbers. Go are, are looks so much worse because he shouldn't be pitching this much and he has to go five innings no yeah. matter what. Like on a competent team that employs five starters, Johan Oviedo is out of this game yeah. way sooner. After the fourth inning, you call it quits. 
And instead, because we only have two starting pitchers, he has to suffer a bit. And I think that's what ultimately costs us the game is just, there's no pitching depth. Yeah. I mean, you look at his line, he struck out six, he got swings and misses like he usually does. Mm -hmm. He only walked two. It's just that whenever you're at the point in the year where you've never thrown this much really in your life, Mm -hmm. especially the amount of competitive (laughs) innings that he's had to throw this year. Mm -hmm. And he's pitched in a lot of high stress situations. Really, if you look at his line tonight, he threw a a decent bit of strikes. Um, He was like 62% strike rate. Mm. That's okay. You can live with that from an Johan Oviedo, but the command's not as sharp as it should be. The slider, you can see it start to fall off a little bit and you have to, he's a guy that when he's tired, you can see it because he has to go to that slider as a just get me over pitch. Yeah. And like, he's, he's looked like that for three or four starts. Like every time you take the mound, you can tell he's exhausted. I think we talked about last time, like love how much of a competitor he is. You love how he always wants to take the ball every fifth day. But, you know, he, he, he is reaching his physical limitations right yeah. now. And, uh, you know, I still think there's a lot of positives that you can build on for next year, but it's been rough to watch the month of September. Yeah, it has. Been, it's there's a lot of guys. I think you could say it's been rough pitching wise in, in September. Yeah. Um, Oviedo is definitely a guy that. We're good here, guys. Like we we don't need much more of this. Yeah. No, I agree. And like again, I don't want to like oh I I don't want him in the rotation next year because he's gotta be like and he's good. Like I like him. I like him a lot. But you know, I just I don't like these risks on games that mean nothing. I'm you know, I'm I'm happy that like they're trying to instill like a every game is a playoff game kind of culture to mm-hmm. like, you know, get the players playing hard. And I think that's worked, but at some point you just gotta be like, this is stupid. <laughs> yeah. This is, this is reckless. Um, and this is really sounding like your guys' post game last night. So I need to get yeah. off. I need to stop talking. <laughs> well, I mean, <laughs> when the same thing happens two nights in a row. Yeah. I, I, and, you know, obviously they know more than we do. Like they know, more about the pitcher's health than we do. I just assume the worst is always going to happen for the pirates. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so I don't want, I don't want anyone uh, blowing their elbows out in September 26th, yeah. 27th. Yeah. It's just, it all seems very unnecessary right now. Um, there's enough guys. I think that you could call up at this point to maybe just give you a few innings. I guess like who <laughs> like Jared like Jones. Yeah. Like honestly, I would take in a start from Jared Jones or hell just throw a bullpen game out there again. You've done it enough times in games that actually matter mm-hmm. that you can do it here when there's one, like there's six games left now, five mm-hmm. we're good. We don't, <laughs> maybe four i don't even know i don't know what day it is anymore yeah. everything just runs together but there are very limited games left i'm assuming tomorrow is a bullpen day yeah you would think that's kind of the way it goes the rest of the year falters on the il i guess you might throw um priester out there for four innings sure. i don't know 
Um, Four, but, five, six games, whatever. I don't like. I said I don't know what day it is at this point. I had to ask a work what day it was multiple times today. <laughs> no, I, I feel you. Um, it was life uh, is a blur. <laughs> if we were competing for something, it might be a different story. But um, right, you know, it's it's just sad because like this was a very winnable game, and when you go up five nothing and you don't win the game, that's a problem. No, you're absolutely right, and let's just get to that. Yeah. The Pirates do take a 5 nothing lead. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of good things offensively, I would say. If there's yeah. something to take out of this September, it's, I would say, just the offense's improvement in general. And unfortunately, yes. that probably does lead to a Andy Haynes um, redemption tour next year. I but, think that I think the Pirates could have had the worst offense in baseball in September, and Andy Haynes would still be back. So I, I don't think yeah. this changes a thing. You know, I I think the front office is too smug and too like egotistical to like acknowledge fault. So fair, but no, but 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 um, you know, Jared Triol looks like a whole different player. He Jack Suwinski is swinging the baseball bat, and good things are happening. We're in one of them low phases right now where he's hitting well. Yeah, I mean, at the very least, like you can like look at what Jackson Wincy is doing right now, and you can see tangible like ch- changes at the plate. I understand being skeptical. Like, I 100 like not buying into Jack because I'm not fully there yet. But like, Jack swinging the baseball bat is good. He should do it more often. I mean, like, <laughs> I've been to the homecoming dance before, and I got left alone many a times. Like, that's the yeah. Jackson Wincy sco- story here. No, that, that's fair. I mean, I'll probably say this, and then he'll come up and go two for sixty-three in spring training again. You know, it it's a circle of life. But yeah, gotta, I guess you gotta look on to something you can hold on to because he's gonna be on the team next year. He will. Like he's going to be your everyday center fielder, whether you like it or not. So, yeah, I mean, I guess just to get about get on about the uh, offense tonight. Connor Joe four hits. Title says it alone. Jared Triola reaches base four times. Cabrian Hayes had a good night. A, a lot of good things at the plate. Um, where do you want to start with that, really? Because Connor Joe, maybe we just knock him out real quick. Yeah, we can do Connor. Like he's just he's Connor Joe. Mm-hmm. He'll be here next year. <laughs> um, he's gonna have nights like this. I don't know if any of his hits were particularly impressive. Nope, a solid uh three singles and a little double kind of night, you know, but yeah. And the double was on a broken bat. Yeah. <laughs> I forgot about so. that. Um, yeah, no, like, you know, he's a major league baseball player Yeah, and the, the, the more major league baseball players we employ, the better team we will be, you know? Right. I, I really like him as just like a lefty platoon option at first and short and right field next year. That's really all he should be playing. He should get into 60, 70 games a year max and be productive there, you know, and I like him. No, I'm completely with you. Uh, I think Connor Joe's done a good job of showing that he belongs on a major league roster, and he's not one of those fringe players, I think, that we discuss a lot. Where mm. we talk about whether they should be on the team next year. Connor Joe should be on a major league roster next year, and mm. the Pirates should employ him. Yes. They will employ him because he's cheap and 
we, you know what? Hand up here. Well, I'll just say it now because me and you were on last time. Ethan brought up that he's probably going to be a Super 2 guy. So he is not pre-arb. Oh. I want to throw that out there right now because Ethan did correct us after that game. All right. Um, either way, he has a lot of control here. Okay, well, I, I'll stop believing what Spotrack tells me when, about contracts. Um, yeah, but he's, yeah. <laughs> he's probably a Super 2 guy. Okay. According to Ethan. But either way, he he's a guy that deserves to be on a major league roster. He's a guy that this team should employ. And he's also a guy that should be employed uh, probably more carefully, I would mm-hmm. say, where you use him as more of a role player. He has shown this year, I think he's not a major league player or he's not an everyday player. He's on the right side of the platoon and he can play probably both corners and he's shown this year he can play a pretty capable first base. Yeah. So. Yeah. And I mean, he's also, even if he is ARB eligible, you know, how much is a 100 WRC plus corner bat really going to cost? So, yeah, no, I I like him. Um, But I I wish we could just like have him, Jacks, like have an actual center fielder. So like, Jack Zewinski never has to face a left-handed hitter ever, a pitcher ever again. Yeah, you know, I, I feel like that'd be a nice thing to do, but I don't. I, our options are like Harrison Bader and like, um, what's that guy from the Nationals, Victor Robles. So like, you're not looking at great center field options. So I mean, yeah, probably probably Connor Joes are starting right fielder next year, and I think that's a mistake. But either way, like he he deserves to be on the team next year. I think you 100%. can pencil in, you can pencil in Connor Joe either way. As a, like he's as a, going yes. to be on this roster. Yep. Um, another. And, uh, it it uh, was I, a good night for him. I'm good. I'm good with Connor Joe. No. Absolutely. Um, uh, you want Neil? Just I've talked enough about Jared Trillo. I've been, you know what? Hand up here. I've been on this show. This is my fourth day in a row. People are tired of hearing me talk. Tell me about Jared Triolo because I've pretty much said my piece on him for the last three days. I have no idea how he's hitting so well because it's not like he hits the ball particularly hard. It's getting better. He's getting better, but you know, uh, he's he's not like the most like athletic hitter of all time, but. He is grinding out some really, really good at bats. To be fair, I don't know how he feels that well either, because he's oh, no. a giant. <laughs> yeah, like he, he has a tank. very limited athleticism. Let me put it this way: um, even if he's not, I think he mentioned this on Starbucks, where like his BABIP is just so unsustainable right now. It is. Even if that comes down to earth, like he is also someone you slot in next year as at the very least a utility bench player. Yeah. My worry is that they play him at first base next year, which it might be the dumbest thing you could ever do with Jared Triolo. <laughs> um, but no, he's been great. Um, I don't think he's going to be more than like a league average hitter long term. I just don't think he has the power. Dude, but Neil, if oh. he's a league average hitter, he's like a three win player. That's what I mean, you know. But 
we also just have a lot of um, defensive first guys who are projecting to be league average bats. You know, you're looking at ND, you know, he's looked awful, but um, ND's a good glove, supposed to be a league average bat. You got Cabrian Hayes, now you're out injured. We have a lot of uh, average bats on this team. Yeah, I mean, one of them has to break out a little bit. Yeah, well, hopefully Cabrian Hayes is that guy to next year, too. Yeah. As he continues to try to pass Jack Suwinski in OPS, but it looks like that race is run. Jack woke up enough. Cabrian Hayes has been really freaking good, dude. Yes, he has. <laughs> like, it's been like two months of Cabrian Hayes being really good. It's and been since it, like the beginning of June. Like, it has, but there was that IL stint that kind of broke it up, and he's just been so darn good. Yeah. I mean, yeah, he was really good tonight. Two hits, two runs. Um, you know, you would always like him to walk a little bit more, you know. But I'll take this every day of the week. He's at 15 homers. You know, like, oh, playing over oh, a full yeah. season, playing over a full season, he's a 20 homer bat now, which is kind of crazy to think about since he hasn't had double digit home runs in his life. Yeah. I don't even think he had that in the minors. But no, his, he is. His slugging percentage just went through the roof. Yeah he's now like a five win player over a full course of a season. And it's not just held up by his defense. Yeah. And I think even late in the game, he did strike out late, but that at bat just looked different from, from Cabrian Hayes. He yeah. doesn't look as off balanced. He's, I don't, he's, it's really lame to say, but he just looks comfortable. Yes, he looks so. like a guy that's, like the swing started to come together a little bit because me and you, I think I've joked before about it. Whenever he would go on a hot streak, we would say like, I don't know how he's hitting because the swing is so terrible <laughs> right now. His swing actually looks like he's on time with everything. Yeah. And like, you know, like I think like before, like the hot streak, like I think it was may where I was just sitting there. I'm like, he doesn't make good contact. He doesn't look comfortable. He doesn't look like he even wants to be at the plate. It was always a strikeout or a weak pop fly. That's what it felt like all the time. And now he yeah. is destroying the baseball on a nightly basis. Yeah. And... Like he does not want the season to end. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't want, that's going to be the one thing I really miss when the pirates stop playing. Cause you know, there's a whole lot of stuff I could do without from the season. Cabrian Hayes resurgence is something that gives me life. Yeah, I he, I don't want the season to end for him because I just want to mm. watch him continue to hit baseballs. We'll send him on loan to the Phillies. <laughs> I, I don't need that. <laughs> I know enough people that, I guess, root for the Phillies that I don't really want to do things well. That's fair. That's entirely fair. But I mean, speaking of another vet, um, when Brian Reynolds extended his hitting, I, I don't know what the broadcast said. I just know he's got an on base streak for a while now. I don't know the exact yeah. amount of days. It's in the 20s. Is it really? I believe right. it's like 23 or 24 at this point. Okay. Um, he, he's been very, very good for quite some time. I said it last night. I'm a lot more comfortable with where Brian Reynolds is at this point because there were points in this year where jumping on PlayStation with Jim and Donardo. I'm like, so if 
if Brian Reynolds kind of stinks, does this mm-hmm. kill the franchise? Oh, 100%. Yeah. There, there, there is a, a little bit too much riding on Brian Reynolds just because he got paid so much. And he really didn't get paid that much. But No, he still, didn't. No, but like, <laughs> relatively, relatively, yeah. He's getting paid slightly higher than what we gave Ivan Nova per year. <laughs> didn't give you some perspective. But... Um, <laughs> Good point. Yeah, it, it, we're 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 a disaster of a franchise. Um, but yeah, um, you know, it, it, it's not like the superstar. I think like we all like really want. Like I think we all really want 2021 Brian Reynolds back. But like, for a guy who's so reliable, it's worth every dollar that we've paid him. Yeah, and I think at the end of the day, he's been pretty healthy all year. Really, mm-hmm. in his entire career, he's been pretty healthy. Um, makes me feel a little bit more comfortable about him. And really, we're only looking at one really bad year. That was the COVID year where everybody yeah. was bad or really good. Yeah, the, the, the Pirates in general were ch- mentally checked out. Yeah, me too. But I mean, if you're if you're talking about next year, you know, if Cabrian Hayes continues to break out, you still have... Um, if you, have, if you still have Cabrian Hayes breaking out, you still have Brian Reynolds hitting like he does. You start introducing O'Neill Cruz back into the fold. You know, it, it, it makes filling out the rest of the op, the roster a lot easier. Yeah. Like, those are three, like, bats you can actually depend on. Right. You need Jack Sawinski in there because we don't hit home runs. You know, th- 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 those are, like, well, four... Uh, there's at least that, four places in the lineup plus two solid bench players. Like you can start filling a, a pretty decent lineup around that. And that's the other thing to point out with, uh, with uh, Brian Reynolds at this point is the home runs are back with him mm-hmm. because there was a point where he had to hit the ball over the wall because they needed home runs. Yeah. Now we're back to Brian Reynolds. He's going to finish the year with 24, 25 home runs. You live with that every day. He a 25 home run bat, you know, 120 WRC plus type of guy, 130. You 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 will take that every day of the week. He, yeah, you're not you're not getting that in free Asian market. No, like that is that is going to be way out of your price range, and we are get again like we are paying him so much less than what he could have gotten if he went to the open market. Yeah, <laughs> so we are blessed. Well. I guess since this this might be my last uh, post game show of the year, I don't know yet, but I might have fell in at some point this week. A lot of week left. Just talk to me here, Neil. All right. What are your overall opinions on the Pirates in twenty twenty three? Missed potential. We wasted this year for no reason. Um. You know, it's it's encouraging, intriguing even, to see Go the Pirates play such good baseball since the deadline. It is really nice to see them playing at like I think it's like ninety win pace for a solid two months. <sighs> Seeing them play like the twenty twenty Pirates for three months is just killer. Yeah, and. I guess, I don't know. I just, I don't see, it it just feels like a waste. (laughs) I've enjoyed a lot of it, but it's, this was a waste of a season when we really didn't need to be this bad. 
that that's that's my overall thoughts. Yeah, I think uh, I think I'd probably call it like ironically disappointing. Yeah, because it's be- it's about at the level I thought it would be at, but it should mm-hmm. be better. The highs were just so high. Like when you start off twenty and eight, yeah, that's when the rookies are supposed to come up. Like. You know, the, the Reds have fallen off a bit, but I always compare us to the Reds because, like, they at least saw an opportunity and they went for it. Yeah. And they have the conviction and the desire to go win. And that's, I think, my biggest worry about the front office is that they will not have the conviction or the desire to make, like, the moves next year to make us, like, truly competitive. I think they're going to be like, well, we'll be eight, we'll win 83 games next year, and that'll be good enough. And I don't think it's good enough. We're going to be on year five. Yeah. So, I mean, I think it, the the biggest disappointment of this year is just not having O'Neill Cruz. Yeah. We were deprived of what should have been his breakout year. Yeah. Or at least just more information. We mm. didn't get that information. Mm hmm. And like he looked really good, like it, 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 to open up the year. You know his defense looked a lot more, a lot better. His approach at the plate was much better. He wasn't chasing. Mm-hmm. Like you could see the progression at the end of twenty twenty two. Like yeah, there was a lot to be excited about. And you know he probably does add like another three, four wins yeah. to this ball club. We are not trotting out the gaggle of idiots we had a shortstop <laughs> all throughout the year. <laughs> You know, I would also say it's disappointing because I really just, the rookies haven't been good. Yeah. Um, I I think Henry Davis is getting better. I think since coming back from the IL, he's looked a lot more comfortable at the plate. I would agree. Endy has looked horrible at the plate. Completely lost. Piguero fell off a cliff. Triolo is playing out of his mind. I don't know how sustainable, it, but we don't have a single pitching success. And that's what worries me because when we were, when we were good, we were getting good quality pitching. Yeah. I don't know where that rotation. I don't know what the rotation is next year. Yeah. So Ortiz and Contreras both doing what they've done this year really does hamper the future a little bit. I think 100%. Um, you just needed one of those guys, like not even to be like a frontline starter. You just needed one of them to be what Johan Oviedo was this year. Now, that's not saying you can't win with both those guys just turning into pumpkins. The, mm-hmm. I mean, 2013 through 15, they really didn't have a pitching success, success like Garrett Cole, maybe. But for the most part, it was the bargain bin that they figured it out with. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. And to be fair to this front office, I think they've done pretty well in that department. I would agree. It's yeah. You're really playing a cruel game there though, where you have to hit. Well, the real problem is that the market is, I think the market is we paid Rich Hill $8 million this year. We paid Jose Quintana $2 million to go out and have a three war season before we traded him. Like, the market is getting to the point where I feel like we're going to be priced out, even out of like who should be the bargain bin options. Yeah. Unless you think 
Vince Velasquez is going to come in and he's probably out till like June. Is he really? Yeah, Tommy John. I'd assume he's out. Till oh, I, I didn't even realize he was Tommy John. I've been so checked out about him. Okay, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, unless you're dependent on JT Brubaker, who I think would be fantastic in who the bullpen. Also might be out for at least the first month. Yeah. Um same with Burroughs. Yeah. You're kind of hoping that Jared Jones is ready to go. Opening day, you're hoping you can introduce Solomito. You're hoping you can introduce um not I don't think Bubba Chandler will be any time ready, but Skeens. Um you know, like those are the like unless like you're gonna make big flashes of free agency for an Aaron Nola, I don't know how we're gonna win enough games. Like the pitch, like we've won a lot of games since the All-Star break. The pitching has been atrocious. <laughs> and that's because we keep throwing bullpen games. You know, it's, it's not like yeah. a terrible surprise. But that's my biggest concern. And I think. I don't disagree at all. Yeah. The pitching is the biggest concern going in next year. Um, I think we've seen some good steps by Mitch Keller. Not as good as I think we would have hoped. Yeah. Oviedo, I think, has gone above and beyond of what we hope, but he's also not a guy that you can really rely on. Yeah. And then there's there's question marks everywhere. Um, yeah. If you squint hard enough, I think you can maybe see some sort of future here. Yeah. You can't. Like, th- there is like a path forward where you can see a competitive team. I think a lot has to go right. It does. Um, and but- so far, I don't trust like the development to make it go right. But, you know. Lightning in a bottle, baby. <laughs> Let's catch it. I would not be upset. No. <laughs> but, yeah, no, I mean, again, it was, it, it was a lot more pleasant to watch baseball this year. Yeah. In 2022, yeah. I would, I would, like in 2022, I was watching the first three innings, see how badly we would be losing by, and then turn the game off. Let's. This I year, I did this... post game shows in September of last year. Oh. <laughs> I was ready to quit everything. Yeah. That sounds like a miserable time, but the team was much more competitive, at least down the stretch this year. Yeah. Um, at least we got to see some of these young guys. Like I said, we're closing in on the end of it. I am excited a little bit to see some of these guys in the winter leagues. Uh, Arizona Fall League. Mm-hmm. There's a couple in, in nice pitchers. Uh, I'm more mostly excited about Carter Bins, but myself, but I'm sure you are. <laughs> My 28 year old AAA catcher. <laughs> yeah. Neil, I don't think we talked a bit about this show, and we're 30 minutes in. So, do you want to just wrap this up? <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's a good call. I think we're good here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think I said it beforehand. Then, like, the, somehow the most boring seven six loss I've ever witnessed. Truthfully, it was the most boring seven <laughs> six loss ever. <laughs> All right, let's get out of here. Pirates lose one seven six. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Peace out, your scouts. Hey, you all. Thank you for watching. I know we try to provide the most entertaining content that we can, uh, and we'd love to spread it to as many people as possible. So uh, I know it doesn't seem like a lot, but if you could take the five seconds to like this video and subscribe to the page, it helps out so much more than you know. Thank you, and let's go Bucks.